All right, guys, we're back with the third and final part of episode 59. And on this part of the episode, we're going to break down the top 15 fighters ranked in the bantamweight division, 135 pounds, who I think they should fight next and what would make sense. We've already done it for the 145-pound division, the 155-pound division, the 170-pound division, and the 185-pound division. So we've got to cover 135 pounds, the bantamweight division. I believe it is the most stacked division in the UFC. If not, it's right up there, number two. But there's just a row of killers from 1 to 15, and there's so many good guys that can make a run for the title. Let's just go over who's ranked. Um, obviously, we're going to – so let's start it off. The champion, obviously, Triple C, Henry Cejudo. Doesn't have a fight booked, but we'll talk about that in a second. Number one ranked is Magic Marlon Marias. Number two, Funk Master, Aljamain Sterling. Number three, Corey Sandhagen. Number four, No Mercy, Piotr Jan. Number five, Rafael Asuncao. Number six, Pedro the Young Punisher Munoz. Number seven, Jimmy Altera Rivera. Number eight, Cody No Love Garbrandt. Number nine, Rob Font. Number 10, Cody Stamen. Number 11, John the Magician Dotson. Number 12, the California Kid, Uriah Faber. Number 13, Song Yedong. Number 14, Marlon Chito Vera. And number 15, Casey Kenny. Then there's two guys we're going to include in this that are not ranked. Number one is Jose Aldo, obviously coming off that really good performance against Marlon Marias. Didn't get the win, but I believe he should have, and he could have been, become the number one contender. He might still be the current number one contender to fight Henry Cejudo. And then the former champion, the best fighter of all time in the bantamweight division, Dominic the Dominator Cruz. We don't know if or when he's going to make his return to the UFC. I think he'll be back soon. I would say he'll probably fight in 2020. We haven't heard much of anything from him. But I got a few ideas as to who he could fight. So let's start off with who's going to fight Henry Cejudo. You know, part of me wants to think that Piotr Jan's going to get the title shot. And that's actually what I'm going to go with when making the matches. I'm going to say that Henry Cejudo is going to defend the championship versus Piotr Jan. I just think that that's a really tough fight for Cejudo. I know he wants to fight Jose Aldo, but and he definitely definitely did beat the number one contender, but I don't think they're gonna make that fight right away. I think Aldo's gonna take one more fight, and I'm gonna give uh Piotr Jan the title shot. And we're gonna do Henry Cejudo versus Piotr Jan for 2020. Which would be the number four ranked and the champion. For Marlon Marias, number one ranked, let's give Marlon a rematch with Aljamain Sterling. So we'll do Marlon Marias versus Aljamain Sterling number two. And then whoever wins that can fight Cejudo for the title. You could even wait and have Piotr Jan fight the winner of Marias and Sterling. But I, I kind of think they're going to give Piotr the title shot. And I'm excited because that is a dangerous fight for Henry Cejudo. And I could definitely see Marlon or uh, Piotr Jan getting the finish in that fight. I know you probably aren't going to agree with me, but he is a bad, bad dude. Uh, let's go to the next one. So we got the champion. We got Marlon Marias, number one. We got number two, Eljamain Sterling. Number three, we've got Corey Sandhagen. And he was supposed to be fighting uh, Frankie the Answer Edgar, 
at the fight night in Raleigh, North Carolina on January 25th, but obviously Edgar stepped up at 145 pounds to fight the Korean zombie. So the question is, is somebody going to fill in? And if they are, who's it going to be? Um, I definitely think that no, the number nine ranked Rob Font is going to be filling in to fight Corey Sandhagen on January 25th. You know, he didn't take too much damage against Ricky Simone. He even offered to throw his name into the hat to fight Corey Sandhagen. So I think, uh, I think Corey Sandhagen and Rob Font is a good fight. If Edgar doesn't make it, I was really looking forward to Edgar and Sandhagen, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen. So we'll see what happens when it goes down. Obviously, number five, Rafaela Sunsau just got announced to be fighting Cody Nolov Garbrand, who's ranked number eight in the division. So that's two guys knocked out of the way. Fantastic fight for the division. And uh, whoever wins this could fight either Aljamain or Piotr Jan or the winner of either of the fights that I already had made up. Number six is Pedro Munoz. Um, this is tough because he's in a position where he already lost. He beat Cody Garbrandt. He lost to, um, Eljamain Sterling. So who's he going to fight next? We've already got Cody Garbrandt and, uh, like I said, Rafael Asuncao. So Pedro Munoz, I'm going to say... Give Munoz the loser of Marias and Sterling. So we'll go number six. We'll go Pedro Munoz. No, you know what? It's tough, man, because I, I got to keep remembering these X factors of Aldo and Dominic Cruz. Even though they're not ranked, I see Aldo getting a fight real soon. Tough, tough. You know what? Whoever wins a Sun Sao and Garbrandt, let's give them to Aldo. So we'll do the winner of a Sun Sao and Garbrandt. I'm leaning towards Cody Garbrandt. So it would be Cody No Love Garbrandt versus who's ranked number eight, would move to five if he won, versus the number, probably number two or number three winged Jose Aldo Jr. Garbrandt versus Aldo is a great fight, and I would love to see it. And I actually have a dream fight that I'd like to see for Aldo. So if Aldo isn't going to fight the winner of a Sun Sao Garbrandt and he doesn't get the shot against Henry Cejudo, let's do uh, Jose Aldo versus Dominic Cruz when Cruz comes back. I think Dominic Cruz versus Jose Aldo Jr. is a fight that we were supposed to get at one point in the UFC back in, I believe, 2012-2013. It's a fight we wanted to see, and uh, I think we were supposed to get that. And then I think they were going to working on Anthony Pettison, although, but if he does make uh, like a permanent stay at 135 pounds, let's do Jose Aldo versus Dominic, the dominator Cruz in his return. I think that's a great fight. I think that the fans would love to see that fight. And I definitely want to see it. So Dominic Cruz versus Jose Aldo for Pedro Munoz. Like I said, um, let's give him the loser of Marias and Oof, man, I I don't know. You know what? Let's give uh we'll give Munoz who the loser of Rob Font and Corey Sandhagen. If the fight happens, if not, you know, we'll see what happens. 
if Edgar does make the run to fight at 135 pounds, I think uh, if Garbrandt beats a Sun Sal or a Sun Sal beats Garbrandt, the winner of that fight could fight Frankie Edgar. I think we could see Aldo versus Edgar at 135. I think we could see Cruz versus Edgar at 135. There's so many fights you could make. It just depends on who would win the fight and uh, how it would work out. Um, obviously, number seven and number 14 are fighting. That's Jimmy Rivera and um, Jimmy Rivera and Marlon Chito Vera. So we'll knock them out of the fight right now. I'm going to say the winner of this fight. Let's see. The winner of this fight could fight the winner of Munoz versus the loser of Rob Font, Corey Sandhagen, if that fight is to happen. If it isn't, give uh, Rob Font the winner of Jimmy Rivera and Chito Vera. That, that could work, and I, I don't mind that. Um, with Cody Stamen, it's kind of hard because he's coming off a draw. I don't know if John Dotson is still in the UFC, to be honest. It's kind of hard for me to determine who he could fight. But I would say let's do uh, let's do John Dotson versus Uriah Faber. That's a number um, 11 versus number 12. If it was to happen, you know, cool. And let's do uh, Cody Stamen versus the loser of Jimmy Rivera and, Ch and uh, Chito, Marlon Chito Vera. You could do that. Like, there's so many ways to mix up these fights. It's hard to say. So let's see. John Dotson, Cody Stamen, or uh, John Dotson, Uriah Faber. That's a good one. If Dotson's still uh, in the UFC, which he obviously is because he's ranked. For Song Yadong, let's do uh, Cody Stamen, Song Yadong rematch maybe. If not, give him the number 15 ranked Casey Kenny. Because he didn't win the fight against Cody Stamen. Stamen, I believe, did enough to win the fight. I don't think it should have been a draw. So Stamen could get a fight up the ranks, maybe Rob Font or uh, Pedro Munoz. But I kind of think they might run the fight back. And if not, you know, I don't think he's going to go too far up the rankings. And yeah, that kind of covers everyone. So we've got Piotr Jan, Henry Cejudo, Marlon Marias, Eljamain Sterling, Corey Sandhagen versus Rob Font. That's three versus nine. The number five ranked Rafael Asuncion versus number eight ranked Cody Garbrandt. If Garbrandt wins, you could do Garbrandt versus Jose Aldo. Or Garbrandt versus Cruz in a rematch. That'd be nice. Um, if For Rafael Asuncao, if he were to lose, let's do Munoz versus Rafael Asuncao. And then the loser of Rob Font, Corey Sandhagen, could fight the winner of Jimmy Rivera and Marlon Chito Vera. And then do uh, the California kid Uriah Faber versus John Dotson. For Casey Kenny, I don't have a fight for him currently. Um, I don't really know where he fits in. I haven't seen him fight for a while. But yeah, I think that's... Those are the best fights you could possibly make. Like I said, I think Aldo versus Dominic Cruz or Cruz versus Garbrandt in a rematch or Garbrandt versus Aldo. It all depends who wins between Asuncao and Garbrandt. That is not an easy win for Cody Garbrandt or Rafael Asuncao, but I'm leaning towards Garbrandt, especially since he's working with um, Mark Henry right now and he's got Marlon Marias and Frankie Edgar who are in his division to... Uh, you know, train with and work with a little bit. So I think that'll do wonders for him and just help him um, sharpen up his technique and his defense and his footwork. If he can just 
you know, fight, let the fight come to him and just stay loose throughout the fight. I think he's very hard to beat and it would be hard for anybody to beat him at 135 pounds. He really beats himself in these fights. And that's the hardest thing is like people say, oh, he's a trash. He, he get knocked out three times. Dude, he was 11 and oh, he beat Dominic Cruz in one of the best fights in the bantamweight division and one of the best title winning performances we've ever seen. So for you to say he's washed up currently, yes, it looks like he is. But Dillashaw tested positive for EPO. So who knows what Dillashaw is going to do? And honestly, we didn't even put Dillashaw in the damn rankings. Let's come up with a fight for Dillashaw really quick. More than likely, he would fight the champion. So maybe they do Piotr Jan versus uh, Dillashaw when Dillashaw comes back. If not, you can't really run back Dillashaw and Garbrandt. You could do Cruz and Dillashaw in a rematch. I could honestly see that. We could do Cruz versus Dillashaw 2 when Dillashaw makes his return because I don't think he'll get an immediate rematch shot at the title because he did test positive and he did fail a test. Um, or you could do Aldo versus Dillashaw. So Cruz versus Dillashaw, Aldo versus Dillashaw. Man, I told you guys, this division is stacked city. We don't even know what it's going to look like in 2021. The rankings could look completely different. But 1 through 15 are complete killers. And Aldo and Cruz aren't even ranked. And those are two of the best guys in the world. So it's crazy. But, you know, I'm excited to see what goes down. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And this is the final part of episode 59. If you guys enjoy the Touch Em Up podcast, definitely go out of your way to help promote me. You know, donate to the cause if you'd like to. You can support by becoming a monthly supporter or donate any amount you would like. I'm not asking for donations. It's up to you. Um, your listening and your support and your helping get the name out there for the Touch Em Up podcast is more than important and more than enough for me. Um, obviously, tag it. To promote it on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any other type of social media you have. Tell your friends, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, boyfriends, girlfriends, co-workers, friends who like MMA. If you train MMA, tell your training partners or your coaches. If you know any pro MMA fighters in any organizations, it does not have to be the UFC. Um, definitely let them know about the podcast as well and have them reach out because there's a lot we go, we had, we go over. There's pro wrestling and mixed martial arts and uh, a little bit of horror in there. We've only done one episode on horror, but we have a lot to cover. And I hope you guys enjoy break these breaking down of the rankings. That's honestly one of the favorite things I do besides the double trouble breakdowns. But yeah, guys, thank you for your support and thanks for listening. And uh, I hope to catch you on the next episode. This is I'm your host, Double M. This has been the Touch Em Up podcast, episode 59, part three. And I'm out. Have a good night, everybody. All right.